You're listening to Mandarin from the Ground Up, where we learn to speak Mandarin by speaking Mandarin. This is Season 2, Episode 4, and it's September 10th, 2021. Why don't we have more classrooms that recreate the conditions of being a kid with parents who speak a certain language? I mean, it worked pretty well the first time, right? Well, there are a lot of reasons. For one thing, it's not that easy to set up. But it's still true that if you did recreate that experience, if you could go through a second childhood, even as an adult, in another language, you'd get really good at it really fast. There may not be a lot of classrooms that offer the second childhood immersive experience, but that doesn't mean you can't create this experience for yourself. That's what finding a language parent is all about. What is a language parent? A language parent is anybody you spend time with, could be a friend, a coworker, a teacher, whatever, who speaks to you in the language you're trying to learn. But that's not all there is to it. There are certain things that language parents do that make them so valuable as teachers. If you've ever spoken to someone in Mandarin before, think back to that experience and ask yourself if the interaction had any of these three following qualities. One, and most important, a language parent should be someone you feel comfortable talking with. They don't make you feel put on the spot or wince when you make mistakes. They don't rush you. They don't criticize your language ability. All their focus is on understanding what you're trying to say. If they laugh, it's in a fun way, not in a mean way. If you ask yourself, does it feel safer or less safe than normal to express myself in Mandarin with this person? What's the answer? The second point is, and this might seem obvious, but a language parent speaks to you in the language you're trying to learn. So often I've seen lessons with beginning would-be Mandarin learners fall back on speaking in English about Mandarin instead of actually speaking in Mandarin. But that doesn't work. You'll only start learning to speak Mandarin when you start trying to speak. Let me say one more thing about this point. You might be thinking, well, what about podcasts like, uh, I don't know, Mandarin from the ground up? Podcasts, TV series, books, music, and a lot of other things can be great secondary materials for language learning. But as I've said before, there's no substitute for actually talking to someone in Mandarin. That is, assuming that's your goal. The good news is, a good language parent makes starting to speak a lot easier. For one thing, as hard as you're working to express yourself, a good language parent will be working just as hard to understand you. Think of how a parent talks with a baby who only knows a few words. The parent is probably actively guessing what the baby wants to say, right? You hungry? You uncomfortable? You don't think Sun Yat-sen should have based the original currency of the Republic on the gold standard? Okay, if you say so. Third, a good language parent will only very rarely correct your mistakes. This one is a little tricky. After all, if they don't correct you, how are you going to get better? Well, here's the thing. Being corrected only rarely helps, and most of the time, it actually makes you more self-conscious, which slows you down and makes speaking feel even harder than it already is. In language acquisition theory, there's this idea that new rules only stick if you notice them yourself. The problem is, there are so many details in any given sentence, it's impossible to keep all of them in your mind at once. Inevitably, lots of them will get past you. 
Because of this, if you're speaking at a natural pace and not spending long seconds or minutes checking your grammar every time you open your mouth, then pretty much everything you say will have mistakes in it. At least until you get to a certain level. So, what's a language parent supposed to do? Just smile and nod and ignore all your egregious errors? Well, almost, but not exactly. Remember how I said your language parent should be working to understand you? As part of that, they can do what I call a confirmation, which is like the good part of a correction without the bad part. Here's an example to show you what I mean. Let's say your language parent asks you a question. 你去过台湾吗? Have you been to Taiwan? And let's say you understand, and you want to say that no, you haven't. So you say, 我不去, which isn't quite right, but your attuned language parent figures out what you meant to say. And just to make sure, they say, 你没有去过? And there you go. They didn't interrupt the interaction. All they did was try to guess what you wanted to say. And the best part of all is, now you can repeat them. 对,我没有去过。你没有去过。对,我没有去过。a lot of us do this confirmation thing in daily life without even thinking about it. It's just a normal tool of communication, but it gets superpowers in the context of language learning. It's like a mini-language lesson disguised as a friendly question. Of course, it's not always easy to guess what you want to say, and it won't always work this smoothly. That's okay. If you get stuck, and the other person has no idea what you're trying to say, that's when it can be the most tempting to switch back to English. I'd encourage you to wait. It's okay to just laugh about it and move on. You don't have to be able to say everything right now. You're still a baby after all. If you stick to Mandarin, you'll get to being able to say everything you want to say. It just takes patience. Okay, now we know that a good language parent should do three things. Make you feel comfortable, speak to you in Mandarin, and only rarely correct your mistakes, but use confirmations instead. Now that we know that, how do you find one? Like I said before, it can really be anyone who's willing to speak with you in Mandarin. You might already know someone. Maybe they don't naturally do all these things, but they might be willing to try if you asked. If you don't know any potential language parents, there are lots of ways to find one. A language exchange event, online or offline, is a good place to meet candidates. If you're willing to spend a little bit of money, online tutoring platforms are also useful. If you're evaluating someone as a potential language parent, I would recommend focusing on the first rule first. Do they make you feel comfortable speaking? If they don't, it's probably going to be hard to change that. But if you do feel comfortable speaking with them in Mandarin, then it's easy enough to just ask, can we speak in only Mandarin and you refrain from correcting me? In my experience, most people are willing to give it a shot. Also, most people haven't tried being a language parent before, unless they've actually been a parent-parent. The point is, it's good to be patient with the person trying to be your language parent. If they slip up and revert to English or start correcting your mistakes, just gently and kindly remind them that it's not necessary. Remember that they're probably just trying to help. One more aside about conversations. Speaking a foreign language takes a lot of brain power. Trying to do that and maintain a lively conversation can sometimes feel impossible. In normal conversations, you might be used to asking the other person lots of questions, guiding the interaction, and helping the conversation flow. It can take some adjustment, but it's okay to let the other person take the reins and ask you the questions when you're still just a language baby. 
All right, let's get to the lesson. In this dialogue, Xiao Li is back in Taiwan, and Aming is driving him from the airport to his apartment. They go inside and find some new visitors. I won't tell you what those visitors are, but see if you can guess. First thing, you'll hear the dialogue, and as usual, just listen. See if you understand any of it. If not, that's fine. I'll play it again slowly and focus on copying the sounds exactly as you hear them. Then I'll give you some words that appear in the dialogue and some of the common phrases. And after that, we'll listen one more time and see if you understand any more than when you heard it the first time around. You're listening to Mandarin from the Ground Up. I'm Isaac Myers, and this is Zamaban. Woman 天啊！怎么了？好多蟑螂，怎么办？Here's the slow version. Pay attention to the sounds and try to repeat them exactly as you hear them, including the intonation. 我们到了。我真的好久没有回家。你会紧张吗? 有一点。你在担心什么？我担心我家里有很多蟑螂。是哦，你家不是很干净吗？ 是啊，蛮干净的。可是，那应该没问题吧？也是，可是，那我们先进去吧。我帮你拿行李。好，麻烦你了。不会，你先去开门。天哪，怎么了？好多蟑螂，怎么办？ All right, let's go through some of the words that appear in the dialogue. I'll tell you the meaning of the word, and then I'll give you some examples of the sentences of sentences using those words. And before I tell you what the sentences mean, see if you can understand them or guess what they mean. Even if you don't know what the sentences mean, see if you notice any words that sound familiar. 
the first word, 紧张, means nervous. 紧张. So what do you think this means? 我好紧张. I'm so nervous. 我好紧张. What about 你为什么紧张? Why are you nervous? 你为什么紧张? 你在紧张什么? What are you nervous about? 你在紧张什么? 2. 担心 To worry or to be worried. 担心 我很担心 I'm really worried. 我很担心 我很爱担心 I'm a person who loves to worry. 我很爱担心 不要担心 don't worry, 不要担心 3. 干净, clean, 干净 我的家很干净 My home is really clean, 我的家很干净 我很爱干净 I love cleanliness or I'm a neat freak 我很爱干净 这是干净的吗? Is this clean? 这是干净的吗? 4. 应该, should, 应该, 应该是吧? That should be, that should be true, that should be the case. 应该是吧? 这应该是干净的. This should be clean. 这应该是干净的. 你不应该这样说. You shouldn't say that. 你不应该这样说. 5. 先 means first or something is going to happen right away or now. 先 我先走了. I'm leaving now. 我先走了. 你先吃吧. You start eating. 你先吃吧. 那我先回家. Then I'll go home now. 那我先回家. 6. 拿 To hold or to pick up. 拿 我拿好不好? I'll hold it, okay? 我拿好不好? 这个给你拿. You hold this. 这个给你拿. 不要拿走. Don't take this away. 不要拿走. Last, there are three really common phrases. The first one is 麻烦你了, which is sorry to trouble you. You say this when somebody is going to do something for you. 麻烦你了. Next one is 怎么了? What's wrong? 怎么了? And last is 怎么办? What should we do or what should be done? 怎么办? You'd say this anytime you have a problem and you're not sure what to do about it. 怎么办? Okay, having heard these words and phrases, let's hear the dialogue one more time. Again, it's totally fine if you still aren't sure what's going on in the dialogue, but see if any of the words you just heard jump out at you. We're 是哦,你家不是很干净吗? 是啊,蛮干净的,可是... 那应该没问题吧? 
。也是，可是那我们先进去吧，我帮你拿行李。好，麻烦你了。不会，你先去开门。天哪！怎么了？好多蟑螂，怎么办 ？Okay, last thing. Let's go through the dialogue again, slow, and again repeat what you hear. And one more time, see if you notice anything that you didn't notice before. 我们到了。我真的好久没有回家。你会紧张吗？有一点。你在担心什么？我担心我家里有很多蟑螂。是哦，你家不是很干净吗？是啊，蛮干净的。可是，那应该没问题吧？也是。可是，那我们先进去吧。我帮你拿行李。好，麻烦你了。不会，你先去开门。天哪，怎么了？好多蟑螂，怎么办？There are a lot of Chinese language podcasts out there, and reviews are one way for a certain podcast to reach more listeners who might enjoy it. So, if you like this podcast and want to leave me a review on iTunes, that would mean a lot to me. And of course, I always enjoy receiving emails from people who listen. My inbox is hello at mftgu.com. And once again, thanks for listening. Great work, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>